The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code staple two zero. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome to the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for checking out another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Uh, before we dive into this episode, remember to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and please head over to YouTube and subscribe. Uh, well, we've made it to the bye week, and it couldn't have come at a better time. We're sitting at a good spot, five and three, with a very favorable schedule after the bye. But I feel like the bye came at a great time because, man, we really, really need to get healthy all over the place. Yeah, we do. I mean, I know we're going to get into some stuff, get into injuries and all that kind of kind of stuff but especially after that game on Sunday and uh I mean I tell you what I had a great spot on my nice warm living room you know my couch in there it was yeah. great but not so much for Justin no yeah. uh yeah it was miserable and uh <laughs> to say miserable I I mean don't get me wrong we're diehard out here but like I I sent these guys a video I couldn't even stand up like trying to get to my seat it was so windy and then I'm pretty sure after the first quarter I had to walk down the stairs, and pretty sure I tore my uh, ACL or MCL, <laughs> I, and it still isn't uh, recovered. But yeah, it was it was definitely not a terrible snow game, but it, it was cold. It was very cold, very windy. Now, who had the worst weather? Was it you or was it Blake in the hurricane? It was definitely yeah. me. It was definitely me. I would like to like to take that. So no lie, uh, quick story about this: the first day we're there, we get a hurricane. Apparently, they sent a letter out earlier in the day saying you need to be out of your rooms by 8, be at this spot, you know, this nice, safe spot. We didn't get this letter. We just thought we were going to ride this thing out in our room. I'm watching the Monday night football game, the Spanish version, <laughs> and we fall asleep. And all of a sudden, some dude busts in our room at like 1030 and drags us out, takes us to this safe spot. Winds howling, debris everywhere. It was pretty crazy. Wow. And you slept on... And then I slept on what was essentially like a, a beach bed. <laughs> and I'm looking, a, a lot of these people got nice ones with thick pads. Mine was just plastic. Nice. <laughs> I should have just slept on the floor. It was awful. You got to upgrade nice. to the, what is it, the honeymoon suite or whatever? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we, you know, we picked a good time to have a, a ocean view room. We got to see the hurricane <laughs> coming in at us. Uh, it's funny because when we went on our honeymoon, I remember 
uh, watching the uh, Cavs were in the finals against the Warriors, watching it in Spanish. <laughs> and just, I'm like, whatever, you know, right. <laughs> I just want to see do. the game. Yeah. It is, I got to watch that. I got to watch Monday night. I got to watch a uh, Thursday night game. So it was kind of nice, but we got back in our room about seven o'clock, started getting some better weather. And for you guys looking at home, I got this luscious tan. So it worked out all right. Don't you always have that luscious tan? This is true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good looking guy. What can I say? Uh, well, enough about me. Um, let's get into this a little bit. Injuries as far in this game. Uh, really, the only one that was that really popped up was Miles Garrett had that knee injury really limited in this game, which killed our already awful defense. Um, you would think, you know, maybe Miles Garrett goes out, somebody else is going to step up. No, they just nope. laid down. Uh, good news about Miles Garrett though is MRI should know real structural damage, uh, and they're hopeful to have him back. I think I saw they wanted to have him back at practice, maybe, and if not at practice, he's definitely he should be back for the Texans game. So that that's big news for the defense. We, if there's one guy we can't afford to play without, it, it's Miles Garrett. Especially right now. against the Texans, because Deshaun Watson will just have his way back there if we're not pressuring him. Yeah, it was shocking seeing uh, Olivier Vernon uh, making plays. I was like, who yeah, is this right guy? After, right, right after we put him on the trade yeah. block, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I can time. get out of here if yeah. I can just put a couple good games. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you can't. No. <laughs> Actually, he's still it turns there. out, yeah, yeah, did not get traded. Yeah, so like Blake said, Miles Garrett getting hurt. He only played 33 snaps in the limited fashion. He was able to be on the field out of our 72 snaps that the defense was on the field. Um, Claiborne, Claiborne and Port Augustine kind of filled in uh, while Garrett was out. And, you know, as Kind of we bragged up how Claiborne looked the first couple games of the year. I mean, he's been irrelevant yeah, since non-existent. then. Um, so as bad as the defense was, we kind of look at Olivier Vernon as being like, oh, I guess he had two sacks. He was probably our best defender. No, he was atrocious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, name somebody who was better, though, in the game. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. So, yeah. why we lost. Yeah. Right. Which we're going to get into what went bad, which is, you remember uh, the first, some of these games, you're like, man, look at this, what went right section. It's a whole page, and what went wrong is really shrinking. And then two out of the last three weeks, it's been a lot more what went wrong. And it yeah. almost seems like it's always on one side of the ball. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it's so bad. Every uh, week. Well, right. the, the good thing was is the trade deadline was just passed, and we made a lot of moves to help Absolutely. that side of the ball. Exactly. I got, Go into those moves that we made. Gosh, I got that nothing. in here, too. Yeah, in, we got a couple studs, right? Uh, yeah. Like, no? By studs, you mean like, like Kentucky Derby play. horses that we're going to run next year? I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Like, I don't think we did that. No. Uh, well, you know, not a lot went right in this game. Uh, I guess one thing, no significant injury, so that's always nice, especially going into the bye. Um, you know – nationally Baker's kind of catching flack for this game. People are saying, you know, I thought of all the problems in this game, Baker was not a problem in this game. And I'm probably the toughest one on Baker on this mm-hmm. show. And obviously the numbers weren't good, but nobody's going to have good numbers when you're playing in what's essentially a hurricane. Yeah. The thing is, I, I, if you're giving Baker flack, you're looking at the numbers strictly, but like watching the game, let's say if, if he got, uh, credited a completion for hitting a receiver in the oh hands. Oh, my gosh. He had yeah. a super high completion yeah. percentage. These guys just dropped the ball left and right. Yeah, and I thought he did a good job making reads. A couple yeah. times he made big throws. You know, That throw to Jarvis in the end zone was has to be yeah. pretty. I mean, yeah. Yeah. dang. The, re- the receivers, I got the stat, they dropped 20% of his passes <sighs> That's in unreal. this game. That's that's, it. that's crazy. I well, mean, there you go. 12, for, 12 for 25 for 122, only averaging 4.9 
you know, a pass. But, Nobody's it, but throw you were Yeah, I don't. I, I was trying to think back in the game. We kind of t- we talked about this, you know, as the game was going on. I don't remember a pass that was completed more than ten yards down. If you think no. ten on yards either down team, field, no, right. either team. There's right. Some, I mean, Derek yeah. Carr, you know, put up. He was fifteen to twenty four for one twelve. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it was just it was hard to push the ball downfield. Uh, big drops and so many at crucial times. Jarvis oh. in the end zone for the touchdown. Yep. David and Joku, when the we're driving, down. to just so kind of go down, tie the game up, and just, I mean, blatantly dropped it. I mean, yeah. there was nobody near him. He had the first down and room to run. Yep. yep. I I love Jarvis, but a couple times this year, I mean, he's had terrible drops. He and this really game, has. this this was maybe his worst game as a Cleveland Brown, in my opinion. That that drop touchdown has to be caught, and that's a game changer, especially my, by that, that's a, a Pro Bowl receiver who's. He's being relied on as the one right now. Yep. Yeah, yeah well, you got to make that catch. Here, so this stat right here, I bet you if we look back into box scores of Jarvis's time in Cleveland with Baker, that the stats aren't like 11 targets for Jarvis to only four catches. Ish. That's normally not the case. Jarvis is getting targeted 10 times a game, but he's catching eight of them, you know. Getting targeted 12, he's got 10 catches. You never see that big discrepancy of he got tar- he, seven times it was thrown to him, he didn't catch the ball. And but, they weren't bad throws. No. I, I honestly, and remind me if I'm forgetting something, but I cannot recall a bad Baker Mayfield pass. You know, like earlier in the season, we were like, yeah. he was throwing the ball right to defenders, triple coverage, all that kind of stuff. I don't remember him doing any, making any bad throws. He had a couple misses, but I think a lot of it was the wind, yeah. those misses. Um but I don't know. He didn't have any of those passes where he just threw to the defense. Right. That's what, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. He, yeah and, he, was, he didn't make the big mistakes like we've seen him make. Yeah. And, you know, so I put in here, I'm going to give the offense a pass in this game. Um, terrible weather position uh, conditions. And then I know you guys always give me a hard time, but we were missing our number one receiver, our number one tight end, our number one running back, and our best offensive lineman. Yeah. Not a lot of teams are going to overcome missing the number one at literally every major position group. The only person – I mean, you say what you want about Odell, but this year he's been our best receiver. He's clearly – to me, he's the number one. He Okay, maybe he's been the best receiver, but Baker's not been the best quarterback with him on the field. I will still say that even after that – I mean, it, it was hard to judge in that game. You know, because they really couldn't throw the ball a lot. But Baker was like you said, he was making his reads. He wasn't making bad throws. And that's two games now without Odell that he's played like that. Well, and, you know, kind of the biggest, uh, I think really the biggest story of the game wasn't really our offense. Kind of hard to get going when you play four quarters of football and you have six drives. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's hard to do. And, you know, Oakland, it's not like we were turning the ball over and, you know, they had a lot more. They had seven. It was just, I mean, they controlled the time of possession. The time of possession was Fifteen, yeah. 15 minutes. They had a they had the ball for a whole quarter more yep. than what the Browns did. I know and they, that was that was the biggest thing I thought of the game is it. We were on defense the entire game. The offense they'd get rolling. We'd have a drop that cost us the drive. First drive of the game, you know, we're marching down the field. Uh, Harrison Bryant fumbles. That was bad. Uh, you know, down by the thirty yard line, looked like hey, we're gonna go get things going. We're gonna go down, put some points on the board. Halts, you know, and then we're behind the whole game from there. I will say this though about the offense, and we're missing Nick Chubb. Yeah, because Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt's good, a good running back, but Nick Chubb's special. And you know, Kareem Hunt, fourteen carries, sixty-six yards. 
Kareem Hunt should have had way more carries and 14 carries in this game. The problem is we're not getting anything on first and second down, so it's third and long. you got to throw the ball, even in these conditions. Um, going into the, if going into this game, this crazy win, I thought this really plays into what the Browns are going to want to do. They're going to want to come out here, impose their will, run the ball. I saw this being a huge day for Kareem Hunt, and then we, we got no push up front. I think in all the games that we've lost this year, we we just been getting whooped up front on both sides of the ball. And in pass protection, the Browns' offensive line was actually graded at like a ninety five. Didn't yep. give up any pressures in pass protection. But man, they gotta they gotta get some push up front. We have to be able to get positive run yards on first and second down, or else we're going to be throwing every third down and then in a, uh, a tsunami. You right. know, if it's third and eight and you're throwing the ball, chances are you're not going to pick it up. That that Nick Chubb injury has been devastating as far as what we want to do as a game plan. Yes. As, and everybody that's went out and said, oh, that that uh, Kareem Hunt signing, Nick Chubb's gone. Yeah, right. Oh, how, do you guys tell me. If you still feel that way. Yeah, if Ooh. you really, really feel like that, tell me. Uh, there, and Kareem Hunt is extremely talented. Uh, he is a, he's a number one guy, but there's a reason that we had those two duo it up together. Yes. Kareem, yeah, and uh, Chubb is different. In- Having Wyatt Teller off that offensive line, oh, too, I think is really making a difference. It's killing us. Yeah. We, we need him to get back. And again, it's yes. just so crazy because, like we keep saying, we didn't even know who was going to play that position on the line. And now we got a guy that we're like, we need him. We have to have this guy. We need him right. back bad because the, the run game has suffered. Um, Kareem Hunt just he just doesn't look as explosive as Nick Chubb. Yeah. He I doesn't don't. break the tackles that Nick right. Chubb breaks. Right. You know, and there's a huge difference when Nick Chubb comes in and he wears them down for two, three quarters, and then Cream Hunt comes in, goes against a, a tired defense, and then Cream Hunt tears them up. But right now, you're asking Cream Hunt to do everything. I mean, Dearness Johnson had that good game against the Cowboys, which everybody has, and then he hasn't done anything since. I think I saw 14 carries for 36 yards since that yeah. Dallas game. Yeah, he. You know, we thought maybe he was going to slide into what Cream Hunt was doing, and it's almost. To an extent, like we haven't done that one because I think Stefanski and the coaching staff knows he's no Kareem Hunt Correct. to the Nick Chubb, you know, Correct. duo. So he's yeah. not going to fill that role. So we're going to have to, you know, maybe throw a little bit more. Uh, Kareem Hunt's going to play three downs. I don't. I still. I in watching Kareem Hunt, he doesn't have that explosiveness. I know he was kind of injured. You know, he was out of football for a long time. I. I something's not. He's not the same running back as he was in Kansas City explosiveness wise quickness wise i got tired of seeing the safeties coming from the op we're running to the right they're coming off the left side of the line and chasing them down from behind yeah i mean jonathan abram really good young safety but every time i mean it felt like okay nick chubb's got a big hole and then all of a sudden here comes a safety from behind and stops him for a five yard gain where we're getting 20 30 before he's even getting touched on plays so i i just that was that was evident that they were able to just catch up to him from behind and we weren't able to get anything going 14 carries for 66 yards is pretty good but you know he need we're expecting in this offense and this type of game like you said Blake 20 carries at the least should have been I mean look at Josh Jacobs 31 carries for 128 yards and completely dictated the pace of the game like completely and you could argue that their most explosive runner was uh Devontae Booker yeah Five, I know he only had five carries for 29 yards, but every time he carried the ball, I'm like, man, they can't tackle this guy. He's getting hit. And, you know, he's taking guys with him six yards down the field. Here's a, a huge problem with the Browns and why Nick Chubb only get, or uh, Cream Hunt, 14 carries. 
three of ten on third down. Yeah, can't convert any third downs. Yeah. So I mean, you're not going to get that many carries when we're we're living in third and long. You know, so it's I don't know. Sometimes Stefanski, I think, calls really good games, and other times I think he doesn't call great games. And I also, you know, you go into this game with these wins, then you're also handicapped. So you needed your line to step up and really get some push up front. You needed our line to do what Oakland's line did. Yeah. And which I'm going to get into. I think our defensive line, which I guess this is more into the what went wrong, because mm-hmm. um, that's about all that went right. Well, to help your transition here, I was going to say, like, we weren't just handicapped by any, you know, the, yeah, it was the weather. It was the fact that we couldn't throw the ball real, you know, real well because of the winds. Our offensive line wasn't getting pushed, but our offense was handicapped by how terrible our defense played. Yes. And we talked yes. about that at the beginning. Yeah. We didn't have the ball. Yeah, they were 8 of 14 on third down themselves. Uh, and, I mean. And how much of that was in the second half? Uh, like, uh, were they almost perfect yeah, in the second half? Yeah. Well, their drives, just for the whole game, here's their drive. So, 10 plays, first drive, they missed a field goal because of the wind. Yeah, that, that was your was first crazy. tell. Like, you could see, like, obviously they were like, oh, the wind's really bad. And then he kicked that field goal, and it was like a golf shot shank yeah. <laughs> that he hit. I heard it. They said it was the, the boomerang kick. Yeah, yeah, it was so bad. The wind just pushed that ball. That so, nice. okay, then Browns, we end up fumbling. Then they go three plays, punt. After that, 16 plays, 12 plays, 15 plays, 13 plays. Six plays to end the game. Well, and it helps too when Josh Jacobs just takes the handoff and gets six, seven yards. Well, and that's what I hate. Every rush. Yes. He ran the ball 31 times. Did our defense not think he was going to get the ball? Well, when he was I in was, the game, I, like, hey, I let's stop the people, running back. We're like yelling too. We're like, hey, stack the box then. I mean, literally, it's there's 30 mile an hour wins. Hey, let's put everybody in the box. Good luck throwing the ball because yeah. nobody could do it. So why didn't we adjust to that? We don't adjust that a half anyway. Like, I've noticed that, like, we kind of just stick to our game We've kind of, and Blake kind of brought this up after, I think it might have been last week's game. We keep putting it on our defensive players and the guys that we're putting out there each week on defense. How much is it, not them, and more Coaching. the defensive coordinator and Joe Woods? I was yeah. just about to bring that up. All Ogan Joby is a good football player. Miles Garrett is good. Yeah. Olivier Vernon's supposed to be good. Yes. Um, Richardson. You know, Sheldon Richardson is supposed to be good. You got Mac Wilson back this week. He played 52 snaps. So, you know, you got your big key linebackers back yeah. playing. You know, Denzel, Carl, this was the biggest thing for me, too, is the secondary. And Carl Joseph, Sandeo, and Kevin Johnson were all good players for before they came to the Browns. And they all suck for us. Yeah. I mean, I was celebrating when Sandeo, who made a tackle. Yeah, and it was, I think it was twice this game. Uh, so are we said about five text messages? <laughs> yeah. So are we? Are we not putting them in the the right position? I don't. I don't know enough about. I haven't. You know. I don't get the special coaches cut of the film where I can just watch the secondary and you know I'm not in the coaches meetings where I get to hear strategy. But it, it's just crazy to me that we bring in three supposed to be very solid signings for the Browns, and they all three have been huge letdowns. I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand what's going on in the secondary. Sandejo, whenever I watch, and I specifically watch him on plays, he just <laughs> looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, he's just kind of running around like, ah, I'm going to go this way. And I will say one thing, me and Blake, oh, I think we've all joked around about it. Sandejo in coverage, probably one of the worst football players I've ever gotten to see personally. Sandejo <laughs> making a tackle, that guy lays the wood. 
But here's the thing is, it's not good enough for me. Like, I remember the 40-yard <laughs> blown coverage. Yes. Literally, guys just running through the middle. If You don't even have to put a double move on him. Like, you can just be like, oh, hey, by the way, bro, I'm going to run straight up the middle. I'll see you in the end zone. I'm going to get a touchdown right now. <laughs> and it works every time. So I, w- so I will say that one bright spot about our defense was late in the game where the Raiders were driving down. They got into, you know, right at the goal line, could have, could have really put it away. I mean, they still, you know, went up 10, went up two possessions, but they score a touchdown there. And you're thinking, man, this is, this is really over because it would have, it ended up being 16 to six. So I kind of credit them a little bit. And I thought for sure that they were just going to go for it on, especially John Gruden. I'm like, they're going to go for it. And they're going to get this touchdown and said, maybe we'll get lucky and we'll have to go 99 yards (laughs) to, to get back in this game. But I mean, that was, that was really it. That was the only time that, we did anything to where we stopped them. And what do you do in the goal and at the goal line on defense? You pack the box so you know because you know they're going to run the ball. And guess what? You prevented them from getting five yards on <laughs> every place. But we couldn't do that for the other what? How many rushing yards did they have? Two hundred and nine. Yeah, two hundred eight. Two hundred eight. Yeah, you're telling me we couldn't do that for anything else for the? I mean, here's the thing too: is I you hear people screaming about the linebackers? You know, we're getting no linebacker play. But if your D line is soft and getting pushed back into the linebackers, or they're not eating up blocks, and so guards just have a free pass up to the linebackers. They, they can't do anything. Linebackers weigh 210 pounds. These offensive linemen weigh 300 pounds. If they get up on them, I mean, what are they supposed to do? To me, our D-line, there are time, at times this year, and by times I mean every single game, <laughs> uh, there are t- that we look incredibly soft up front. The Steelers just whooped on us. Uh, the the Raiders are not a good rushing team. The announcers on TV mm-hmm. kept talking about how all season they've struggled to they run said the ball. Josh Jacobs was, I think, the lowest yards per carry average coming into the game in the league yeah, for that, running back. This was his first 100-yard game of the year. Yeah. I mean, think about that. We're going up against a guy that I think it was like three-something yards a carry. He's, it, very, he's very talented, though. And you should have yeah, known. Very, very sure, but that's, yeah. a, that's a product of the offensive right. line, exactly. the, you right. know, the right. team. Right, and, right. And we let them do whatever they want. Yeah. And we should have known that they were going to run the ball. It was 40 mile per hour wins. They were one yeah. dimensional. The same thing as us. We were one dimensional. What do you want to do as a defense all the time? You want to make the offense be one dimensional. The weather did that for us, and we still couldn't stop the run. No, they were like excited to be one dimensional because it yeah. was working. Yeah. I right. mean, we looked, we looked incredibly soft up front just getting beat down over and over and over again. And as much as we make fun of Sadejo, sometimes he's the only one on our defense that brings any kind of oomph to a tackle. Right. He might it's usually after somebody else down. has him <laughs> wrapped up or he, yeah. the guy's falling down and he's diving in there. I'm like, you know, right. what are you doing, Sadejo? It's yeah. because the defense, I don't know what we got to do, but it's it's bad. And then, you know, we made no moves at the trade deadline. For to to bolster the defense, and like I told him, to me that tells that tells me that the front office doesn't think we're real contenders this year. Well, so there's two. I agree with you as far as that, but there's either there's two parts of it. Either what you're saying, they don't think that we're content. We're gonna we're probably there's a great chance we're gonna be in the playoffs. No, uh, I I mean we're gonna be in the playoffs, right? But, but or we're how not much actual we're we're pretenders. We're not contenders, right? But or maybe the the value of what we're gonna have to give away was not worth. Well, you know I, what I mean. There's I a lot of things. I kind of agree with that. I saw that if you kind of look, there weren't normal. There weren't as many moves this year. There has been in There's the past. Hardly okay, Isaiah. So Ford. I think there was some. There was a Juan lot. There was few yeah. sellers yeah. out there. Yeah. Now we obviously we threw out some names. We got 
Adam Thielen and Harrison yeah. Smith. We were throwing out kind of like pipe dreams, like, hey, this yeah. would be awesome to try to get this Odell-type move to bring somebody in. What's the safety from Minnesota, though? Harrison Smith. I mean, he was on the table, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, So, but I just think that their asking numbers were probably, right. like Justin said, a little too much. Like and you, you have kind of, And kind of into what you said. Yeah. Are we really going to win this year? Do we really want to give away right. that pick? That's what really I'm saying. What's their contract? Value. If we're real contenders, if our team thinks we're one piece away from being in the Super Bowl, or at least a legit shot at the Super Bowl, we would have given away anything they wanted for that piece. Well, right. Well, I think, but I think what, that but there we're was, not. There was two big reasons that I feel like we probably felt we weren't that team, and their names are Pittsburgh Steelers and Baltimore <laughs> Ravens in our division. <laughs> that it just, I think that they were, hey, we're taking a big step in the right direction. We're going to, you know, keep our picks. We're going to keep our cap. We're going to kind of keep that yeah. money. And then, you know, we'll see who's a free agent after this year, what kind of moves we can make. Maybe it's a coaching change. Maybe we got to bring somebody else in. You know, Stefanski might have to make that call. If your mm-hmm. defense hasn't shown in 16 games to get any type of progression to get better, and it's the same story every week. Brown scored 30 this week, but they gave up 27. Right. You know, you don't want to win a lot of football games where your offense, especially – our offense. I don't want to put it on Baker. You're like, hey Baker, I need you to go out there and get me 30, 35 a game. Yeah, because you're not. He's not going to go 22 at 22 every game. Right. You know? You're not playing Cincinnati every week where right. Baker shines. Yeah. So, no, I, I, I see us being a, a year out from being real contenders. So I, I look for the Browns to be really aggressive in the off season. I think you know when these people are free agents and we don't have to give away capital to get them, yep. um, that kind of thing. So. But I, I, I mean, the Browns fan. I mean, he was still disappointed that we didn't do anything. I mean, God, we need safety help. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. We do, it's but then so you bad. know, we've also talked too about you know we we still need to see Baker prove this year that he's worth that fifth year option. And if he's not, then that means the Browns are starting to question it and look elsewhere. So, you know what I mean? I don't. Maybe they just did not feel safe giving up any kind of draft capital right now. Hey, I don't know if not you having the answers. Saw, but Coward says that Jimmy G's done in San Fran. Looks like it to me too. I, mean, I just like to say I said that like three weeks ago, and you guys give me a ton of crap. He's super hurt. I don't think <laughs> I'm super hurt. Yeah, but he, he is done. He's out because yeah, he's but hurt. He, that's the right. problem. He's super hurt. Yeah. all the time. And then even right. when he is healthy, he misses throws that win you a yeah. Super Bowl. Just takes you takes you to the Super Bowl. Right. He, he took he you to the Super Bowl. He didn't take you to the Super Bowl. That'd be Running like saying defense. That'd be like saying he's Baker, part of the team. That'd be like saying Baker took us to five and three. Oh. He took us to Well he's a the back, so yes he, he so did. technically no. he did. No. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh no. <laughs> yeah. So Techn- technically I mean it kind of goes hand in hand yeah. a little bit. I think that Jimmy G is still a good quarterback. I mean his record his starting record is still insane for a starting quarterback. Uh I just don't know if he fits with Kyle Shanahan. I think that's the tension kind of part there in uh, San Fran. San Fran, you know, kind of talking about them real quick. We almost brought Robert Sala. Yeah. Sala was that defensive it? coordinator. We almost brought him in to yeah. be our head coach. It was kind of between him, Stefanski, on who we were going to get. Man, that guy's defense out there in San Fran. They don't have any of their top guys, and they're still top five defense in yep. the league. Yeah, yep. I wish we could hire him to be our D coordinator <laughs> now. He's right. not coming, bro. <laughs> right, be like, hey, man, just yeah. come over yeah. this way. I don't think Shanahan, they, he's not allowed to interview for anything other than a promotion. Yeah. So, so uh, a couple things that I saw um, about Andrew Barry's, like, midseason, you know, press conference that he did. Um, he said that they were active in looking at the trade deadline. 
They just didn't see anything that was worth the value to give away anything. They said he said there was a lot uh, less sellers at the deadline. He said he thought it was a result of the expanded playoff field, so you don't got as many teams that are selling at this point in the year because they're still thinking they yeah, can make sure. the playoffs with the extra uh, teams that are going to be able to make it. Um, he also, you know, kind of gave his assessment of Baker Mayfield, saying that he liked he's liked what he's seen, you know, halfway through the year. Thought he's done a nice job. Um, but he still his biggest thing was he wasn't happy with the five and three, which I kind of liked him coming out and saying because it would have been very easy for him to come out and be like, hey, we're five and three. I kind of like how the season's going, and he kind of was like, no, there's some things that we got to that I know that this team's got to get better at that I got to you know piece together to help push in that direction. Yeah, and that kind of you know I kind of disagree with you, Blake, on the front office thinking that we're not really contenders because like Zach just said, I mean it's a good point if. If there's not sellers, and if, you know, I'd rather them make no deal than go out and make a bad deal. You know what I mean? And, and if you look, like we said, there were very few trades yesterday. So there were no sellers. I mean, a lot of teams were probably looking to make some moves and get some depth and you know, maybe bring in you know, that one missing piece or whatever, but they just weren't able to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you think we're contenders this year? No. Okay. No. I was just checking. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just say so, magic happens at the end of the year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, another big thing, Odell's surgery was set. Um, Next week, right? Yep. So he's going to have his surgery. Andrew Barry saying, you know, wanted to make sure we get this, you know, done for him, get it scheduled, help him out however we can. We want him to be healthy and ready to go next year. Is that to trade him next year? Yes. Is that to sign him the, or to, you know, keep him around next year? That's to be determined. Okay, question. Get, get him on the field. Get him running, looking good. Hypothetical, so trade him. hypothetical question for you guys. Odell out the rest of the year, okay? Say these next eight games, Baker doesn't look that good. Mm. Do you bring back Odell and ship out Baker? Because maybe Odell's not the problem then. Well, and everything that I've said about, you know, thinking that we're better off out there without Odell is based on how Baker has played. So you're right. If he plays poorly, I will have to change my assessment on that. And here's my – and I want Baker to play well. There's three games in the second half of the season – that I'm grading Baker on. I could care less how he plays against the Texans and the Eagles and the Jets. What about the Giants? And the Giants. I could care <laughs> hey, less about Danny this. Danny Dimes looked all right last night. Yeah. Just no, saying. He looked awful Di- except for one drive. He looked awful. He's not playing quarterback next year. No. He is terrible. I don't think he's terrible. Well, I think that he's talented. He's also got Jason. Show if you he's got Jason Garrett as his quarterback's he, coach in New Jason York. Jason Garrett drew up a perfect play for him, and I think it should have been pass interference at the end of that game. But right, also, bad throw. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that, that was a great two throw. Seconds sooner, but to say they that he's terrible, I don't think. I think uh, he Dallas two, would love to have Jason Garrett back. Uh, I think they'd love to have Daniel Jones. You don't yeah. think Daniel Jones is terrible? He has played one game in his NFL career without a turnover. One game yeah, the turnovers turnover. are bad. Right. It's bad. I, I can't say that his turnovers aren't bad. I'm not saying this. <laughs> I'm just saying that he turns arm, the ball talent, over. arm talent, he Jamarcus is. Jamarcus Russell okay. had great right. arm talent. Here's what I'll Jam- say about. Don't get me on Jamarcus Russell. We've been over that. <laughs> Daniel Jones. sent him home with fake tapes and asked him if he watched him, and he said, yeah, like he went over the He's, he's like, Bo, uh, what's his face from draft day? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wisconsin <laughs> quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was just going to say Danny Dimes is like a poor man's Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Which isn't good. No, because Mitchell Trubisky is basically homeless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has a home. Yeah. He has a home. He's probably a way nicer he's home actually, than mine. Yeah. He's, yeah. Actually, he's actually got a good start. He's won like 
38 games and only lost like 22 games in his career, yeah. and everybody hates on Mitchell Trubisky. So am I allowed to guess those games that you would like Baker to look good in? Go ahead. All right. How about Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Tennessee? Yes. And I don't. the Browns don't need to win those games. Well, here's the thing. Tennessee, their defense, not that good. Joe Burrow no. and them up. Yeah, yes. not that good. So, so, Pittsburgh, if, so if Baker comes out and looks like crap against Tennessee – that scares me because rookie Joe Burrow just lit him up. Yep. And and I don't the Browns don't need to beat Pittsburgh. They don't need to beat Baltimore. But we have to at least look like we belong on the field with them. We cannot get outscored seventy something to eight again when we play those two teams. Because if we do if we do, in my opinion, he's gone. Because well, those are the games you have to win yeah. in order to be a contender, like we said. Yes, because so. We're not going to get this schedule. Ever. This is the first time in my life we've gotten a schedule like this. We're, next year, we're not. So if we grade Baker on 10 wins against teams with a combined 10 and 75 record, that's not, that's getting us nowhere. I want to see how he does against – I mean, I didn't put the blame on this, but this was a game I really wanted the Browns to win just to kind of start to change that narrative of, you know, we only beat awful teams, you know. The Raiders, in my opinion, like they're they're like a, the Browns, average, average middle they of the have, road. Yeah. You know, uh, above average offense when they want to be. Yeah, but their you defense know, drags them down. And I put this in here. It, it sucks to say, but I think if it wasn't forty mile per hour winds, we wouldn't have looked like we belonged on the field with them. I think our offense would have opened up a, a little I think bit. Open the biggest thing with their offense that I saw last week was you know we. Kind of, we threw the ball like the whole second half. Yep. We didn't run the ball much at all, and it, we we were spreading the ball around. Now we couldn't do that with the win this week, but you know it was Jarvis was making plays, both tight ends were making plays, uh, Hollywood was making plays, and Donovan Peoples Jones was on the field last week for I think thirty plus snaps. Kadero Hodge came back from injury this week, takes all those snaps away, and the guy who just had all that momentum from a week ago, played four snaps. Yeah, I don't get that. <clears throat> and I think Higgins had, what, one catch? Yep. Yeah, so I think, I think that, you know, you got to find as much as, you know, you liked Hodge, and Hodge at the beginning of the year was your guy that you were kind of going to. If, you know, things are, things are, you know, really good from one week to the other, why change if you don't have to? That's the that's the biggest thing. Like, oh nope, we got the starter back. The starter's gonna play. If well, anything, Peoples Jones at least earned some of those snaps. Yeah, he didn't yeah. have to. They could have went fifteen, fifteen, something. You know, right? You know, get him, let him see what else he can do. Because it's not like Oakland has a crazy good defense. No, yeah. So that was that was a little surprising when I was kind of looking through the snap count. You know, part of it that I was like, man, that's right. I really didn't see DPJ on the field at all. No, and you know maybe the plan was to get him more involved, and you know we had the ball six times, right? But so yeah, and you know who knows how much of the the plan was thrown out the window, you know, whenever they went on their eighteen play drive. <laughs> yeah, that was every, you know, right. every you know, other their forty five minute eighteen play drive. Man, so and it was just terrible. It was like they got the ball right before the half. They just march all the way down the field. Henry Ruggs, you know, thankfully didn't catch. The ball. I think that was that at the end of the half, or was that? I think it was the end yeah. of the first half. And it should have been a touchdown. It, I thought was, it was a touchdown. I, th I thought it was a touchdown when they reviewed it. Yeah. I thought that was a touchdown. Uh, I think if they call it, if they call it touchdown it the on the field, on the yes, it would have stayed. Um, but that's on rugs too. That's that's oh an gosh. easy had, catch for an NFL receiver. It, some of the catches you make <laughs> in the NFL, some of the catches they make. I mean, that was he had, so five, easy. He had five feet of room. Yeah, and he he didn't make it obvious that his foot was in. Right. So. 
I know you were. I remember you were all worried about him coming into this game. And well, okay, hold on. <laughs> you just got done saying that the weather was awesome. That they were yeah. going to light us up. He probably I've, he'd have probably had three hundred yards receiving. I, so I truly believe that if the weather was better, we wouldn't have stopped him. And it would have been quicker scores. Five play, 100-yard drive. Early on in the game, they threw it out to him, and he was wide open, but the wind blew it yeah. like 15 yards past him. Yeah. Because I went, oh, God, well, here we go. He's out there on an island. No one's out there with him. <laughs> and I'd like to think if we could have opened up our offense a little bit more, we would have scored more. But, I mean, we we had, we had dropped 20% of our quarterback's passes as it is. That's, yeah. So imagine if we threw the ball 15 more times. How many more drops we would we had? Right. So it's, it's it's that's true. the thing too. Like I mean, I get that the weather conditions were bad. It was raining. It was snowing. It was hailing. It was sunny. It was windy. It was every, weird. And <laughs> every time we had the ball, but, I felt like it started like hailing, yeah. rain, whatever it was that was happening. You Justin, the uh, announcers, <laughs> the announcers were like, the Browns can't catch a break. Every time they get the ball, it starts to come down. It was. Uh, <laughs> John Green must have been like watching the weather report, and like, okay, let's run a couple more run plays. <laughs> yeah, he's okay, watching now the let's Doppler. Give that, let's punt it now. <laughs> the radar pulled up. He's like, the sleet will be here in five minutes. It was <laughs> the first time in 2020 I was excited to have a mask on because of, uh, my face would have been just back at the lake, right? You know, it's just it was just one of those games that you know the that. I was really up for as a Browns fan yeah. to see us kind of like take the next step. And then I was super disappointed. But then the further we got away from the game, the more I started looking at it deeper. Like, like I said, I mean, Austin Hooper, not only is big in our pass game, but he's been a very yeah. good run blocker. Yeah. Um, we've been missing him the last two weeks. You know, Wyatt Teller is, he was the third highest graded player on offense in the NFL before we came out, before he got hurt. Uh, Odell, say what you want, but we're missing his athletic. He would have caught those passes Jarvis dropped. I'm just I'm throwing that out there. I can't argue sure. that. That's, I mean, that's that's a fair argument. And the whole uh like the Wyatt Teller thing, we got, we kind of thought that was just a week to week thing. So now I'm more worried about like, hey, is this like I, I'd like to hear some updates on Unless hey, they he's were, gonna be back after the bye. We were just kind of waiting for that. Yeah, you're not hearing that. Yeah, but you're not hearing. It was like, oh yeah, he was questionable to return in that game, and then all of a sudden now we're not seeing him. We're not seeing him. We're not seeing him. It's going. Yeah, it's I'm, going I'm hoping him now. and Chubb are both back against the Texans. They said Chubb's on track for that would 10. be huge. Um, yeah. So are we gonna preview the rest of the season? We're gonna do that next week. We're going to do that next week. Yeah, so next week's going to be our Texans slash rest gotcha. of our season album. Gotcha. So I did, wanna, I did look up, okay? So I did a little research coming into this week uh, to just kind of revisit our preview of where we were at, where we had us at when we did our schedule breakdown at the very beginning. Interesting, yes. Okay. Um, so records, me and Blake had us at the bye sitting at 6-2 and two each. And we should have been. Beat the Raiders. Been there. Shoulda, been there. Shoulda, shoulda, the Raiders. And in that episode, I'm watching me and Blake are like, I can't believe Blake's like, I didn't do any research on this. I'm just picking off off the fly here and <laughs> almost had it me. right. Yeah. So one guy had it right. Justin Charles had us at five and three. Yes. Do you had have us losing this game? Um, no, he, he no. had us winning that game. Yeah. He had uh, he had us losing to Dallas though. Yes. I picked okay. Yes. Lost to Dallas. Yep. Um, which we all kind of did. We all were like so we, that was, we yeah. were like, hey, it's going to be a high-scoring game, like we said, lose. but yeah. Dallas is just too good. <laughs> Who would have thought, though, that they would just be like the dumpster fire? Mike McCarthy might not be back next year. I, hope I don't not. think he, he, I, he, he might needs not make gone. it to the season. They need to just clean house. Yeah. I saw they said that it's all – Mike McCarthy's future is all going to be decided on if the team shows 
like buy in in the second half of the season. Like they're still fighting for him. Sure, they're on there. They're not going. No. They have, they they're not going to. They're, they're starting on their fourth or fifth starting Gilbert. <laughs> yeah, Garrett Gilbert or whatever. Gilbert, they're and, starting uh, Gilbert Grape. <laughs> Cooper Rush. <laughs> That's it. Those yeah, are yeah, their yeah. two options at quarterback. Yeah, I wouldn't week. pick up either of those. guys. I'm in a deep dynasty league, and I wouldn't pick up either of those guys. And I like might a have second. to. I might have to because Matt Stafford's on the COVID list. I saw that. I saw so, that. And I inherited a team with only two quarterbacks. So. I'm in trouble there, but I mean, yeah, like we we kind of bragged him up in that episode. Uh, you had him at five and three. Josh was the you know realistic one. Yes, in the preview had him had us at four and four at the Still break. Not bad, not bad. It's realistic. So I mean, hey, you know we're right there, and we sh- and we've shown you know I think we're a little bit better. We've pl- performed in some games better maybe than what Josh had thought, but a lot of what Josh said is accurate. Yeah, kind of what absolutely. we said is I mean everybody's opinion. That we had in those first, you know, eight games is pretty close to what we're seeing on the field. Yeah. I, I don't want to make it seem like we're super smart and we're geniuses, but we're kind of super smart and we're geniuses <laughs> because uh, I don't know if, you, like, for the people who watch a show on like a consistent basis, I don't know if you've noticed this, but we'll talk about something that we want to see the Browns do, and then that very next week they come out and uh, we were screaming oh, about yeah, hard yeah. counts yeah. and Baker needs oh, to be better pre-snap playing at one o'clock yeah, on Sunday. They were all sides <laughs> every. <laughs> You know, it seemed like I had never seen Baker really use a hard count or anything, and then we screamed about it. Uh, yeah, like two off or two offsides on the same drop. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like that's happened multiple times this year where we've talked about something on this show, and then they go out and they do it in the game, and I'm like, man. Well, there's we're somebody damn good at this. Somebody, in, somebody in the Browns organization must be listening. That's what I said. I said I swear Baker's listen. I'm friends with him on Xbox Live, so he must be looking me up. <laughs> He's not playing with you on Xbox Live. No, no, no you so, told me you sent yeah, him some invites, multiple oh, invites, man. and never heard anything. <laughs> Every back. time I see he's online, I'll message him. Uh, I'll yeah. send him like party invites. And he's not replying, bro. No, he ghosts me. Yeah. Yeah. So just for just for fun, just to think about this as Browns fans too, is we're at five wins. Just for a reflection on, like, how bad it's been. Like, even yeah. back to last year. Last year, we finished with six wins. So, like, Browns fans, don't be discouraged. Even, like, don't be a negative Nancy like Blake Renneker over here and be like, we're, we're not. talking about <laughs> No, I'm just messing. But seriously, like, enjoy. For me, this is extremely enjoyable. Like, this well, is the best year I've ever seen. Yeah, and I'm with you. Other and than DA. Just even talk about the Raiders game. Like, I'm, you know, you said after you had a couple of days kind of process it and everything. I remember, like, the game was over and then the Chargers game came on and I was watching the Broncos terrible in the beginning and i'm like you know baker played a pretty good game he they dropped every pass it's not like he was out there slinging the ball around because the wind was stopping everything so all in all i was i was pretty pleased with the way he played so and and really honestly as far as the offense goes he's the one that needs to show that he's the guy yep we can get offensive linemen in there we can get running backs we can get receivers but we got to make sure we have the quarterback agreed yep and and because we have five wins already, draft isn't going to be an option. Nope. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's going to have to, he's got to prove it or we're going to have to make a move, trade, free agent, which. That's going to be the big thing too, is who's going to be out there? You know, that because. I haven't no, looked like, that far ahead to see. Yeah. I, 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 I did. Think, I printed it last week and the names, there's not a lot of names. I think there's a lot of Maybe it was the, really the, good the, quarterbacks going to be available. You're not going to get your top four quarterbacks coming out in the draft. They're just not going to be there. No. No, unless we get a you know third round Russell Wilson or something like that, but right, uh, those come around that once. Before, and guys. <laughs> that's yeah, the thing, though. Is that I don't think thirty five times you're not sitting Baker for a guy you drafted in the yes, third or fourth round correct. as a project, unless you bring him into camp and then he looks insanely good. But I mean, well, well that's how Wilson got yeah. his job. But that's the thing. 
Will we have a camp? I, who, right. You know what I mean? I, I don't well, know. And I saw a report today, uh, because, you know, COVID still out there, uh, that if there are some games, because now we're getting past a lot of the team's bye weeks, um, that there's talk that one of the, I don't know if it's the Players Association, somebody would take to the table that they would extend the playoff to all 16 teams. I saw that it, yeah. I don't, that, and so if we had to if we had to miss a week or two of games, they would kind of scrap the usual playoff system of, you know, even though we've extended it this year to, what, seven teams from each division? Mm-hmm. Um, that all 16 teams would, or 16 teams would get in. I think it was 16 teams or, I can't remember if it was 16. I think it was 16. It was 16. It was 16, 16, it was 16 so they yeah. would, you know, they would, you know, wouldn't worry about making up those games. They'd just add another team in because, you know, missing that game might have decided, you know, this guy would have got in as the seventh seed or kind of takes that away. Well, you know, the election was supposed to be done today, but, you know, like two or three months when it's done, two or we three won't months, have to worry yeah. about it. So just for fun, <laughs> do you guys want me to list off a couple of these quarterback free agents? Yes. This is the future for you, Blake. You ready? Brett Hundley. How do you feel about Brett Hundley <laughs> leading the 2021 Cleveland Browns? So a couple of these. I didn't even know he was still in the league. There's yeah. not a lot of names. Blake's looking at it. He's trying to find one name on there that's good. <laughs> I see so, one. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Is that who you're thinking? Or are you saying Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott. He's not going to. He. I don't Dallas think he's was, to Dallas is going to. If he rehabs and comes back good, Dallas. But Jerry is Jones him. isn't at his house yet. Hasn't been. Oh like, yeah. T- uh, He's like, hey, it. after I've... you're done with that Campbell soup commercial, can we just <laughs> finish this thing up, please, for the love of God? Or after the Serta commercial, I saw he was in a Serta commercial walking around. He's got like, a lot of free time right now. Yeah, he's got a ton. <laughs> I, this must have been pre-injury because I don't think he's actually doing that commercial, walking around and stuff. Just uh, from what I saw, I do. See, so I'm not going to say ahead. Ryan Fitzpatrick because. Yeah. He'll be 38 yeah. or 39. And I feel like this year he was playing really well, but in his career, I feel like the scope of his career, he's like a he's – a, he's He a, plays well in spurts. He's a career man. Yeah. Plus, but he is – I I'd like I, I have a lot of respect, though, for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Absolutely. He gets asked to go to terrible teams, and he they're like, okay, Ryan, you're going to be our guy. And he, like, somehow finds a way to win a couple games, start turning some stuff around, and then all of a sudden they're like, all right, Thanks, Ryan. Next guy, we're going to go ahead and see if you're the guy because Ryan got us this far, uh, but we're kind of done with him. Then he has to go to another team, kind of set them up, goes to another team, kind of has to set them up. So, so I got so a lot of respect I, for him. One more I'm name just, on here. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that is interesting, and you guys might laugh. I'm not going to laugh. Jameis Winston. Yeah, I'm not okay. going to laugh at that. Because here's it. Get the control. He, he turns the ball over like crazy. He's okay. But that but, was also uh, – how did Tom Brady look when it was 100% Bruce Arians offense at the beginning of the season? Pick, pick, pick. Yeah. yeah. And then once they started incorporating Tom Brady stuff, they, he hasn't turned the ball over anymore. Yeah, once Brady said, look, I'm going to just go out here and do what I'm going to do yeah. and throw so it where I want to throw it. Maybe, you know, I think Bruce Arians is a really good coach, but, you know, maybe that wasn't all on Jameis that season. And so, well, and in, our off, and in, our, and in our offense, you know, he's not going to be throwing 50-yard bombs all the time. But you he, know, can. It, he can. He <laughs> can. Uh, so, so, I don't know. I think... I'm just going to say, before this conversation gets too out of hand here and we really, you know, maybe upset some fans out there, yeah. I think we're fine. I think we're going to be good <laughs> with Baker. No, no, I don't yeah. think we've got to be... Now, this is all agree. strictly now, Blake Rendicker Listen to this, though. What, the situation that we're in, so you're talking about five wins. We're too far into the season with winning to have a decent draft pick anyway if it did come to that. How would you like to be the Bears? 
They got five wins. Mm-hmm. They don't have a quarterback next nope. year. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, just looking down the list. How about the Colts? They have five wins. Yep. Is Phillip Rivers playing next year? He's a free 40 agent years next old? year. Okay. He's on this list. I'm He's not, not that him. good to no. begin with. No. Hey, sorry, Colts fans, if you're watching. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. they're freaking out. Yeah, they're probably YouTube. still tuning in. They, they like <laughs> to hear me talk. <laughs> they want. Yeah, they hate Zach. Zach, jeez. Which, I mean, in that when I took him when I took him to lose to Cincinnati, Cincy, I mean, Joe Burrow, you let me down because I was going to have that one right, too. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, but I also don't think if we do need to move on, I think th- – Free agent, obviously, but I think that we would look at trading teams that are going to be looking to be starting over. You know, like I'm not saying I want Sam Darnold, but he'll probably be available. Yep. So you know, in that kind of situation, Matt Ryan. I think I'm Matt good, Ryan's bro. gone. I think I, I don't uh, potentially Matthew Stafford because I see I them getting. Take, I see I'd them getting Matt, rid of. I'd take Matt Stafford. I see either. them getting rid of Patricia, and I see them possibly rebooting and starting over. What about uh, Cam Newton? No. no. Mm, oh, wait. So no. everybody here. <laughs> I just want to say, everybody here was giving record, me crap. I, for I the don't record, want also, I don't want Jared Stidham either. Just for the record. Okay. All right. So it's, it's, it's nothing against you, Josh. But I me. did say, I mean, Cam Newton Gosh, looked terrible that, last time he was with the Panthers throwing the ball. It looked like he couldn't. He couldn't that do team it. Is in and disarray. What about when he had that one really good game this year? Though? Seattle, you, we were like he threw for like three hundred and forty so yards. Josh. But Seattle's defense isn't that good. Well, yeah, we're seeing that now. So. It's it's kind of like you know these these guys have really good games against the Cowboys and you can't you can't judge he, that yeah because I mean Dearness Johnson right 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 you know what I mean so Odell Beckham no there's going to be a lot of interesting <laughs> things after this season on how some things play out absolutely yeah. Tom Brady wins it all is he done if he wins it all he went to Tampa kind of did what he wanted you know because I know he says I'm going to play until I'm he said fifty he keeps saying I, he wants to play until he's forty five yeah so we'll least. see we'll see about that. Drew Brees is kind of on the other side. Jameis Winston might be the leader of New that's Orleans. That's what I'm because saying, yeah. I know they love Taysom Hill, but every he's time they put Taysom, now, every time they put Taysom Hill in the game, he's always running the ball. So if he was that good at throwing the ball, you'd, you'd <laughs> say, hey, that. we're gonna we're just going to throw a pass here to show everybody, and right. they don't do that. Jameis Winston in that offense with Michael Thomas and Sean Payton calling plays is, is to me, legitimately scary. And right, if, and if he still turns the ball over four times a game, well, they still that, and they have Emmanuel and they have Emmanuel Sanders, Camara, Jared, Kim, yeah, don't forget Camara, Latavius, yeah. Latavius Murray. I mean, man, yeah. they have weapons. If they down have there. a quarterback who could throw the ball more than eight yards. Yeah. That's the thing. Drew Brees is starting to look like uh, Peyton Manning's last season. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, it's not that bad. Not that bad, but right. it's got right. I, I'm it's seeing got, some similarities. See, yeah, I I would agree with that. Yeah. I think he'll do one more year. I think he'll do. I think, I think it depends uh, on how this year goes. I think if they make a long run, and yeah, I could see him kind of hanging it up at, like one last long run. If they get booted quick for some reason, I could see him being like, "Hey, I can't end like that." So we'll um, it'll be interesting. Well, uh, we kind of got off topic a little bit there, Absolutely. but that was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's right. Well, we're you know well <laughs> around the league. Yeah, yeah. we're a well-rounded <laughs> show here. Yeah, uh, that's what. That'll be what the off season's a little bit like, you know, when we can't think yeah. of Brown stuff to talk about. Uh, well, let's move into our game picks. We're not going to preview the Texans game next week, the bye week. We'll do that next week on the show, uh, as well as, you know, previewing the rest of the season. Uh, so how, right. how are we looking? All right. Oh. So after week eight, okay, so we're halfway through here. We have um, 
records from last week. Three guys tied at eight and six. So not we've been I, doing I really well. I did really we, bad. We've I been doing we've been doing like really good. Guys winning, you know, double digits almost every. Mm-hmm. At least one guy uh, this week. We had three guys at eight and six. Uh, Justin, you were seven and seven. Yeah, so I you trust me. Up the tail. There was a lot of games <laughs> that I and it's. I feel like it's the same thing every week. Everything's looking good. Fourth quarter. Chicago's doing great. I'm picking them. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then uh, I I check the final as I'm like trying to get my legs to actually work again uh, from leaving the game. And so, and uh, you know, we we can't do it. So most of our wins and our losses were all the same, except uh, credit to Josh. Yes, Josh took ridiculous. Miami, but then he picked Detroit. So that yeah. was where your one off was unbelievable. And then though. your extra your extra loss was the Chicago yeah uh, loss. Chicago where, absolutely. Can we? Rewind them. There is no way the Dolphins should have won that game. the second time I picked no. the Dolphins to upset yeah. somebody. And and they they really did. I, I, I sent you yes. guys that thing. I mean, the, it's like one of the first times where the, <laughs> the Rams team, ran 91 offensive plays. They had like 300-some yards passing. Well they outgained them by like 400 yards or something and, and lost. Yeah, it was it was Unbelievable. crazy. Um, Tua didn't look Tua, that good. No, Tua didn't look that good. Uh, but, hey, he, he's got a win first against start, Sean McVay. Uh, yeah. Burrow didn't look like a you know their game defense, changer his first game either against I think it was Indianapolis. Yeah, their defense no. is legit in Miami. Very legit. Very their defense very good. is good. Yep, I like their coach. Yeah. They, they turned it around in a, in a great draft. Yeah, great which is draft. they why hit on almost every everything. single draft. Which is pick. why I get angry at Browns fans when they're like, you know, baby step. I mean, it doesn't no, take baby steps. All you can the time. turn it around quick. Yeah, you have to just make right the right smart moves. And Browns fans' defenses, Miami was also awful for about as long as the Browns. But it took like it took one good coach. Well, we got, hey, and we got maybe that's us we too think, now. Yeah, we yep. think he's been around for a couple of years. So hey, we're five hey, and three. Good. We got a new coach. Yeah. Fancy. I tell you what, I'm. I like Stefanski. I'm, I'm digging. Yeah, it. I'm on board. I like him. I think we're gonna be ten and six. Yeah. Which is what one away from what I picked at the pre the beginning of the year. Yeah, so I we said, just win one more game. On the if we squeak one out against the Titans, <laughs> who's looking a little vulnerable? Who knows? I think Justin, hey, we said I that about Justin the Colts too. Ten and six. I did. Here's, we just can't lose any of these games that we need to win because I right. do not want to go nine and seven. Okay, come on. I mean, not to you know. I know we'll preview next week, but I mean, I've been saying all year. I'm not. I'm never picking Philly. <laughs> I'm never picking New York either of them. I and watched, we have all these guys on our schedule. I watched right. that Philly Dallas game and. It was, was hard. <laughs> Dallas well, was in that get game a, the whole get a time this Monday night. So <laughs> Dallas was in that game the whole time with nice. their fifth string quarterback, <laughs> and they'd clearly given up. It, yeah. I mean, Carson Wentz looked awful. The, call me crazy. He's gone. Here's the thing, though: is I think Carson Wentz is a good quarterback, but I think he needs a change of scenery. You big just time. you just said that Danny Dimes turns the ball over too I, much. I, I think if Carson Wentz isn't in Philly, that it is way worse. Carson Wentz is the only person. Showing up in Philly. I agree, but I don't think they love him for some reason. Well, that's stupid. I agree, but I don't he think has, I don't yeah, think they no love him. Weapons, no weapons. Miles Sanders is hurt. You're on the other guy where your <clears throat> offensive line sucks. <clears throat> like, Wentz yeah, will do well in New England. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> no, that, that's they'll a reload if they don't get if he it, doesn't get Trevor they, Lawrence or Justin Fields. They like, ah, oh, we got to go sign somebody. Yeah. They don't take Jalen Hurts second round if they love Carson Wentz. No, so. If the Eagles continue to bomb and Carson Wentz continues well, to have bad games, when you say in, bomb, they're leading the, the division. In Eagles <laughs> defense, now, in know, Eagles on, defense, their other quarterback is Josh McCown, who coaches high school football all yeah. week yeah. long. <laughs> he's just like they're yeah. like, "Hey, Carson got hurt," and he's like, "All right, I'll get on a plane." Yeah, <laughs> I I get that. That dude's got a sweet gig, man. Oh my gosh, yeah, sweet. Uh, but I'm just saying, 
I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility that he is not in Philadelphia next year. And it's crazy if talk. Baker if Baker doesn't live up to what we need him to be, I think that's a guy that we could get. That It'd we should have. I mean, I'd be, we could have drafted would, him. Yeah. We could, yeah, that we, we should have drafted. Yeah, but we would have ruined him first. So right. go ahead and let Philly ruin him, and we'll re, we'll build him back up. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. But let's yeah. get into this week. Yeah. Uh, Thursday night. Uh, Green Bay without Aaron Jones, without Jamal Williams, they're going to have two other running uh, without, without AJ Dillon. Yep. They got two other guys to go to um, against San Fran with uh, Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins, yeah, it's back at quarterback. How Michael long will Hastings. we last, or will we see Blake's buddy CJ? Yeah, CJ Beathard. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so who I wants think to mispronounce? Who that. wants? Who wants to <laughs> kick us off here? Packers. Packers. Really? I'll I'll, uh, I'll take the 49ers. I'm going to go 49ers right. just because of how much the Packers are missing a lot. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Green Bay because I'm really relying on that Aaron Rodgers-Devontae <laughs> Adams connection. Well, it's working. So it's working. Actually, I, wanna, I don't want to cheer against my team. I change. You're changing. Oh, 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 so, so, okay. Who's following? Who's following? Who's following? Who's following? Who's following? I said Green Bay is missing a lot, and then I remember that no team has more injuries than the 49ers. And right. So, not having your running back. I yeah, think that this so, is a very, I think this is a good game. I don't think that yes. Green Bay is going to light it up, but I just don't know if San Fran can keep up. Uh, with Nick Mullins. Well, they're going to hand off to a running back, so they'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> one of their six fine. that they'll have on the field that yeah. night. Uh, okay, so that takes us into Sunday. Denver at Atlanta. Drew Locke, we kind of talked. Big comeback win this week. Uh, I'm taking Denver. I will also take Denver. I'm going to look for my boy oh. Drew Locke to build on that. Give me hot Atlanta, baby. Give me hot Atlanta. How can you pick Atlanta to win anything? <laughs> well, because they just won. And I picked the <laughs> Their records are pretty close. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I am going to take Atlanta as well in this yeah. game. I like – I mean, their weapons are still super – I mean, yeah, they're, they're we, they are kind of like Dallas. They're If you put their team on paper, you'd look at them and be like, it's a pretty good team, you know, especially offensively. And then they just can they can't win games. They find yep. a way to lose games. Yep. Uh, okay, big game right here. Uh, Seattle at Buffalo. Seattle. I will take Seattle. I'm gonna go Seattle. It's at Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Josh. I, Josh. Well, go ahead. You make your pick. I can't. Then. I can't go. I really think. I think this game's going to be super close. I think it's going to be kind of high scoring because I don't like Seattle's defense. Yep. Uh, Buffalo's defense is pretty good. But they got to face Russell Wilson. And Their defense he, is good when it, they play Russell. It, it's either DK Metcalf's going to go off. You can take one of it that Russell Wilson's two guys away. You yeah. can take DK Metcalf away. Tyler Lockett will light you up. Yeah. Take Tyler Lockett away. DK Metcalf will light you up. So I'm taking Seattle. Yep. I think, you know, Josh Allen started the season on fire. He's regressing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Still going to win that division, though. Just well. <laughs> Hey, you know what? We all said at the beginning of the season, well, at least I did, I said I wanted to see the Patriots suck before I picked against them. I've seen them suck. Yep. Yeah. So, consistently. Yeah. Yep. So I have no problem picking against them now. All right, so that takes us into Chicago at Tennessee. Tennessee coming off a loss. Chicago coming off a tough loss. Who we got? Blake, we'll let you, you want to start us off? You, you were the biggest Chicago homer on this podcast, so you taking them over the Titans this week? Titans looking a little rough last couple weeks. Oh boy, tough defense to run against. Mm. It's going to be a lot on Tannehill this week. Great running back. (laughs) I'm going. I got to go Titans though. Foles is awful, and if they go off Foles, 
Trubisky's awful. Their their offense is hard to watch. The Bears' offense is. I and I like I. I'm not saying Trubisky is a great quarterback. I'm not saying that. Well, that's good. I, I I don't think he's terrible. I think that a lot of this is starting to fall on Nagy. I agree coach. because there are times because Nick Foles, you know, he has won a Super Bowl. He's showing you that he can, you know, I mean, their offense is. They can't do anything. Can't it's run the ball. So boring, then man. Everybody it's knows. Super boring, man. They have no. There's no excitement, and they got some. Yeah. Pl- they got some playmaker. Allen Robinson is very, good. very good. And that's the thing when you have a head coach who comes in, he's supposed to be this offensive mastermind, right? We right. hear that term every year. This guy's an offensive mastermind, right? And your offense is a snooze fest. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Matt Nagy was year after be like year coach of the year his first year. That was Trubisky's Pro Bowl season. He looked like a genius, yep. but then the league figured him out a little bit. Same thing happened to McVay. He looked he's like a kinda, genius, and then he the figured him out. Yes. But then he refigured it. Yes. Nagy has yet to refig- redo. And maybe it's because Trubisky and Foles are no good, and Goff is better than both of them. I still don't – Goff, to me, isn't amazing, but I would take him over those two guys any day. Oh, I agree. And so maybe that's part of it. But, man, there were times I watched that game, though, and I thought if Trubisky was in, he would have at least been able to run for a first down. Oh, Trubisky, that's the thing with having Trubisky in. He is a very good runner, and I just felt like everybody critiqued him and said, you got to be able to pass the ball. You can't pass the ball. you got to be able to. So then he was, it was almost like a prove it. Okay, I get, hey, if you can run for 70 yards a game, I like our chances Lamar of winning Jackson. a lot better. Everybody yeah. loves Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And- he uh, sucks at throwing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, Blake took Tennessee. I'm going to take Tennessee as well. I don't think they lose back-to-back games. I am going to go with distant relative of Matt Nagy, Charlie Nagy, <laughs> for Cleveland Indians pitching great. I'm going with Chicago. I don't know if Man, that's actually true. Man, you're just trying true. to make us. <laughs> I'm just trying to make that up, guys. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually true at all. I'm actually going to go ahead and say it's probably not true. <laughs> Chicago. Give me Chicago. I'll take Tennessee. So, Justin, you're might be falling behind. I don't uh, care. I don't care. Okay, I'm, Baltimore. I'm Baltimore at Indy. Baltimore. Yep. Yep. Even though people are starting to figure out Lamar a little bit, I'm taking Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, I'll take the Ravens. It's what it's a kind tough of a tough pick. though because uh, Indianapolis pretty good against the run. Will they make him pass? Steelers well, are good against the run too, though. And didn't the Ravens rush for like two? Yeah. Well, yards? J.K. Dobbins finally gave him the ball. They finally realized, hey, maybe this guy's a little special. We drafted him. Maybe we just give him a few carries, and it was like his first touch of the game was like a 40-yard run. Uh, the Ravens losing Higby is killing them. They can't run their three tight end set. Right. That, and that's what was so good about them last year. Now the, You mean Hurst? Yeah, Hurst. Yeah, Hurst. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurst. Yeah. Yeah. One of the H's. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah that's, that's killing them because their offense looks – last year looked almost untouchable, and this year – I don't know if it really scares anybody. Right. I agree. I agree. So, okay, that takes us into Carolina at Kansas City. Carolina's, I don't know, is Bridgewater playing this week? He got banged up on Thursday they night. They said he should be able to. But uh, I'm taking we'll Kansas see. City. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it really matters. Also, the we'll return of CMC is not going to oh, no, beat cool. Mahomes. No. You know what's not crazy? For, it'll hopefully help yeah. my fantasy team, but it's and not going to be it. Yeah. Mine, I'd, I'd take it too. My yeah. fantasy team is done. <laughs> <laughs> I played Blake Redeker again this week, actually, and oh. we're both reeling. This is a big week. It's hey, like, call me gotta cr- win. So, not to get off topic with fantasy football, but I was looking at our league stats in the league we're in, not the one that you're in, and I'm like 
third in the league in scoring or something like that. And I'm in last place. Last place in record. Uh, Porter has he has sc- Porter has scored like 150 less points than me, and he's seven and one. Yeah. And I'm yep. two and it's a match. It's <laughs> who you play that yep. week. That's why a lot of fantasy, t- uh, you know, leagues don't do the matchup every week. It's you play against everybody. However many points you, that's how many wins you got that week. A lot of te- a lot of leagues do that. That way you well, don't get screwed on. I had a super high week, but this guy had uh, Dalvin Cook who just put up a fifty piece on me, yeah. and I lost. Yep. Hey, yeah. but that's not how the NFL works. So I mean, the Browns yeah, go out and put up thirty five points, and yep. yep, you know, almost lose. Yeah. Right. So who you got? You taking CMC over Mahomes? No, give me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe nice. you were. I was I'll trying to gain more on you guys. Uh, okay, so now we got the Lions without Matt Stafford at Minnesota and Dalvin Cook. Uh, big game. Big game against Green Bay I'll, this week. I'll last definitely week. take the Vikings. I'm going to go to the Vikings. Maybe they figured it out. <laughs> maybe they'll be – they just got to start being more consistent. Yeah. They have good. I don't know. Justin doesn't agree with you over there, but is he picking Detroit? Um, I don't know if I am picking Chase Detroit. Chase Daniels, the quarterback. Chase Daniels yeah. is going to be the quarterback. Or da- David Blau or whatnot. And Galladay is going to be out also. Yeah, so who are you taking? I'm going to take the Vikings. But yeah. I wanted to take, I really. If Stafford was playing, I'd I would probably definitely be do it. Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'm going Minnesota as well. Uh, the Giants at the Washington uh. football team. Who we got? NFC give me the East, uh, give me the the WFTs uh, this week. I think we're all, all right. losers for having to watch this game. Oh, well, I, I'm not. I'm watching. not watching this game. <laughs> I'm not watching. <laughs> I'm skipping that one. I don't. I don't got anybody on their fantasy teams, so I'm not watching this game. I got Gibson. I have Shepard in another league. Give me Washington. <sighs> Blake. The Giants just played Tampa Bay tough. Oh, their defense played pretty well. Um. Hmm. You've taken Danny Dimes. Give me no. Give me Washington. Okay, I'm taking. I'm taking the Giants. Taking All the right. G-men. All right, let's go. Houston Texans at Jacksonville without Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I don't even know the guy's name. I picked um, him up in fantasy. Jake in Luton. Yeah, 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 Jake Luton. Yeah, yep. I had to pick him up. So. I'm allergic to gluten. <laughs> Not gluten. Gluten. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take Houston in this game. I well, that's think, a bold pick. Yeah, I'm taking. <laughs> yeah. You're really going out on a limb there. I'm going to go Houston also. Oh man, yeah. I also will take yeah, Houston. Houston. All right, Vegas at Herbert and the Chargers. All right, Chargers. Chargers. Blake, you're a Vegas guy too. You've picked on them. A co- you picked them a couple I'm times. I'm going to go Vegas because the Chargers are a little bit like the Falcons. Chargers will be up two or three scores and lose. Yeah, they've blown 14-point leads, I think, in like four straight games. Josh? Give me the Chargers. Let's see some Herbert. Oh, boy. This this is tough. I am – I'm going to take the Chargers. At home, I'm taking the Chargers. Uh, Pitt at Dallas. (laughs) Anybody want Dallas? No. No. All right, we'll get this rid game, of that. This yeah, game's going to be probably the most pathetic game. It's going to look like uh, a gladiator scene where they just the guy just goes in and murders. You got everybody. James Conner this week. Make sure you play him. Yeah, RB one. You got anybody, anybody on this deal? Yeah. No kidding. Um, Steelers defense, every backup quarterback, whatever. Put him in. Yeah, do Miami Dolphins. Tua, <laughs> Tua taking on Kyler Murray. Arizona coming off a bye. I'm taking. Even though Miami's defense has gotten better, I like Arizona at home. I'll take Arizona also. I also am going to take Arizona. A good, uh, good defense 
for Miami, this is Chase Edmonds coming out party right here. He's not giving that game. He's not giving that uh, position back. All right, Josh. Sticking with your Dolphins? Yeah, I'm going Dolphins. Oh, yeah. my oh, gosh. Wow. He's going to move to Miami. And, yeah, and here's the thing. Tua is, shines in this I'm going to be watching the game. I don't know about that, man, but it, I, you've been pretty right a lot. So, <laughs> I can't I like yeah, I can't, I can't even say anything bad to you about it. All right, big game here of the week, Sunday night football. Drew Brees and the Saints against Tom Brady and the Bucks. Guys going back and forth for the touchdown record. I keep seeing it's like breaking news, Drew Brees, and it's like Tom Brady plays, and it's like breaking news, Tom Brady. <laughs> so uh, who we got Sunday night at Tampa Bay? Um, you know Tampa Bay did not look good against the Giants, but how much is that? Was they looking past the Giants to the I Saints? Agree. You know, um, played down to their competition a little bit. In my opinion. Tampa Bay kind of seems to be ascending, and the Saints just kind of seem to be treading water getting to get their wins. So I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Right. So I disagree with you about the Saints treading water. Really? But in saying that, well, yeah, they're treading water and just winning every week. So I don't, I don't know how, <laughs> how you tread water and yeah, win. Yeah, but you can tell they're, they just don't look that great. Okay. All right, yeah, but I'm saying that I will take Tampa Bay because oh. <laughs> here's the thing: Tampa Bay. Are not only are kidding? they no, so not only are they great on defense, they are all all day a top five defense. Antonio Brown comes back this week. Yep. Even though Godwin's yeah. out, I don't even think it matters. I, I I'm you really taking, think Antonio Brown's going to play that much? I think he's going to play at least the first half, and I think it, it it's not going to matter after that. I remember thinking that with New England and the chemistry is there with those. The two only guys. thing with this game though is it is a divisional game, so yeah. it, it does hold significance, you know, yeah. as far as how the season shakes out for these two teams. So yeah. right, I'm going to take Tampa Bay as well. I just think that they have more weapons. I think that the Saints, yeah. uh, if they get Michael Thomas back, they got to prove, you know, that Drew Brees and him's connection can still be there with Drew Brees not being able to throw the ball downfield, uh, because. Alvin Kamara can't be your leading wide receiver and your leading running back every single week. So I'm going to take the Bucks. I don't know. CMC did it last year. So, um, yeah, I'll take the Bucks. <laughs> All right. So that takes us into the thriller Monday night game, the Patriots <laughs> at the Jets. That's what we get on Monday night. Thank goodness we don't have to have Booger on there announcing this game too. Thank goodness I got to work Monday night. <laughs> God. Who, who put this together? Yeah, Neither well, one of these teams were projected to be great. How did this happen? Yeah. Are the Jets a, a like sure lock and loaded 0 and 16 team? Yeah, and it how, looks like it. How does this game not get bounced out of that Can and they you, flex something else to this? What if what are you doing kind of if you're Trevor Lawrence and you're like, okay, I got COVID now, so he's out, you know. Oh, for, I'm coming back to Clemson. If you Absolutely. if you're like going into this year, right? Going into this year and you're like, hey, I'm gonna go win a national championship this year, I'm gonna go number one in the draft, and now you're like halfway through your season, you're like, Man, do, do I have to come back next year? Because <laughs> I don't want to go play for that team. No. Yeah, but it's like, do I want to come back to college and win a national championship? That do I want to go make done? a bunch of money, be the I face get, of a New York <laughs> franchise? Do I want to get a guaranteed $40 million signing bonus? I think I'll take the 40 Yeah, That's a lot of zeros. Remember that there were a lot of good quarterbacks coming out when the Browns had the number one pick after 1-31. and 31. You know, and they yeah. all came out anyway, so... and. It, we were picking somebody. And here's the thing. Right. is The Jets are a complete dumpster fire, but let's not pretend like the Browns weren't also and, a complete dumpster fire. And let's yeah. not – let's also – we talk a lot about Trevor Lawrence, you know, and the whole win never for Trevor type of thing that's been the theme for this year. Now that he's out a couple weeks, Justin Fields 
looks pretty good. Looks, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one pick. Bro. I agree, but Justin Fields look I don't know. real good. You think Justin know. Fields gets drafted over Trevor Lawrence? Well, and Lawrence? here's the thing, though, with Trevor Lawrence and the Jets, I, and unless the Jets are like, seriously don't know anything, Adam Gase will not be the head coach. So he will oh, have a brand new head coach. He'll have a new system in there. To, who knows? Maybe Dabo Sweeney will come with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, hot take. Ooh. I mean, I don't think that's happening. I don't either. think so. I don't either. think so either, but I just throw it into the ether. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Doing my job as host. Yeah. Getting the people okay. talking here. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to take, I think I'm taking the head coach in this game. I'm taking Bill Belichick. Yeah. You don't think Gase will coach Bill? <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe Greg Williams. <laughs> but man, both of these teams are bad. And yeah. it's a good. It, I like it a little bit for the Patriots. You know they've been good for so long. It's kind of nice yeah, that they had humbling, to take their lumps. You know, yeah, but yeah, but I think Bill's real smart too, and I don't think he wants to win a lot of games. Do you think he's losing this game? I don't think he'll. You think he's losing this game? Be like, all right, he's circling these games, and he's like, if we, we lose this again. one, maybe yeah, we'll lose to him again. Then they'll have the tiebreaker, so we'll have the worst record to get that number one. Pick. Bill's everybody else is playing uh, checkers, and Bill Belichick plays. But chess. he just played. Yeah. Su- they just played super well against Buffalo. Yeah, almost beat Buffalo. But they, d- but they didn't. So I don't. They were like, hey, we got to play, sell some tickets to our fans. Do you I know, think, for season tickets next year? Do I think they're going to tank for Trevor Fields? No. Would I be shocked at the end of the year the Patriots are sitting with two or three wins because and they lost some games they should have won? Also, would not be surprised. So who you guys got? I took New England. Oh, oh Patriots. I'll never pick the Jets. Wait what? a minute. Who, who are you taking? I'm taking the Patriots, man. All Come right. on now. All right. That's silly. That's silly talk. Okay, so that's that wraps up our picks uh, for this week. Um, just our overall records uh, going into week nine. Josh, you're in first place. Four-game lead over myself. Blake, you are uh, one game ahead of Justin. You are six games back of Josh. So that puts you seven games back, Justin. With a uh, chance and, to and, make some up this and week. I'm, yeah, and I truly believe that. And <laughs> even if I don't, well, I mean, hey, where are we eating at, guys? I'm super hungry. <laughs> We're all looking up at Josh. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, uh, thanks for checking out another live edition of the Dogs Podcast. Uh, the live episodes are super fun for us, so we're glad you guys like them. Uh, remember to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Please subscribe on YouTube. Uh, make sure to tune in next week when we preview our matchup with the Texans, and uh, we'll also give our outlook on the second half of the season, how we feel about how it's gone so far. Uh, the Browns are 5-3 and three and relevant at the bye, so enjoy it, uh, White Cam Browns fans, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Yeah.